This is Rising Shining. I'm Kelsey. In each episode, I share honest reflections and encouragement that I hope will be a bright spot of your day. You can always find all of my writing at risingshining.com. This is episode 71, our current monthly budget. In February, I shared a post with a snapshot of how we currently manage our personal finances. Today, I'm sharing a budget breakdown with actual numbers. I know I find it so helpful to see how other people allocate their money and what they actually spend on things, so I hope this will be helpful to see. Being transparent about our money also motivates me to spend and save well. Not reflected in this budget are any expenses related to the Girl Next Door podcast or our home in Eau Claire. This is because both of those endeavors have their own separate accounts and income that pay for any needed expenses, which is a wonderful thing to be able to say. So without further ado, here's our current monthly budget, broken down by category of spending and saving. House and utilities. Mortgage. $1,685. This amount reflects our monthly payment after a cash-out refinance that we completed in 2021. The terms of the loan are 20 years and a 2.75% interest rate. We feel so fortunate that we were able to lock in such a historically low rate. HOA, $62. Water and trash, $85. This amount varies a bit depending on water use. Electricity, $150. This amount is a monthly average. In the winter months when we aren't using our AC, our bills are as low as $53. In the summer, when our AC is blowing around the clock because it's 113 degrees, our bills are as high as $265. Our energy use is offset by the solar we produce. However, our provider, SRP, has a fee structure that we feel charges solar generators more than is fair. But that is a conversation for a different time. Gas, $80. This amount is also a monthly average. Our home is heated with natural gas, so this bill is higher in the winter, as high as $108, and as low as $27 in the summer. Internet, $100. Cell phones, $33. We've been using Mint Mobile for a few years and are really happy with it. Prior to that, we used a similar service that is no longer in business. We pay our approximately $400 bill annually, but we have an automatic monthly transfer of $33 to a separate account so that we accrue the total amount throughout the year. With Mint Mobile, you do have to use an unlocked phone, so Mint does not subsidize the cost of a new phone the way some carriers do. So that might be a drawback to some, but we love having such a low bill for our cell phone use. And house cleaning, $125. Currently, we have our home professionally cleaned once per month. Next category, car. Car payment, $647.87. Our 2022 hybrid Toyota minivan will be paid off in December 2026. Can't wait. Car insurance, $36. We pay our car insurance annually to get a discount. Every month, we have $36 automatically transferred to an account, so the total amount accrues throughout the year. And gas, $120. This varies with the price of gas, of course, and how much we drive in a month. Additional fixed monthly expenses. Daycare for Maeve varies between $920 and $1,150. 
We are billed $230 weekly, so the monthly total depends on whether it's a four- or five-week month. Currently, MAVE goes three full days per week. Starting in late July, this amount will decrease to $780 a month. Woohoo! Gym Memberships, $278. My Orange Theory membership is $99 a month, and Chris has recently joined a bar studio for $179 a month. Life Insurance, $63. Blog-Related Expenses, $20. This is the cost of hosting my blog and the email subscription platform. Additionally, I pay for my domain name, risingshining.com, but only every few years, so that doesn't factor into our monthly budget. Netflix, $16.70. Spotify, $17.24. And charitable subscriptions, $15. I've supported the Spilled Milk podcast at $5 a month for years, and we have a long-standing $10 per month donation to our local NPR station. Variable monthly expenses. Groceries, $1,500. I just looked back at our monthly grocery spending for the year so far, and we've been under $1,500 every month, but not usually by much. We do most of our shopping at Trader Joe's with some additional purchases at a natural food store and a large chain grocery store. We tend to buy the organic, i.e. more expensive option if there is one. We routinely eat all of our meals at home, with the exception of the boys buying lunch at school twice per week. So this amount reflects feeding five people for a month. Miscellaneous, $785. This is the catch-all beast of a category where we are always trying to rein in spending. Our budgeted amount of $785 seems like so much money, and is, and yet we seem to find ways to overspend most months. This category is all Target, Amazon, and pharmacy purchases, any gifts, anything we need for the house like a new hose or air filters, etc., kids' activities, clothes and shoes for everyone, home maintenance services, including landscaping, which we do a few times each year, and always plenty of other things, it seems. I think I'll do a miscellaneous deep dive post in the future because I think this is an area where many people find that it's hard to stick to a budget, including us. So I'd love to hear any thoughts or questions you have about this category of spending. Personal allowances, $300. Chris and I each have $150 a month to spend as we choose. I've now set up Mint so that everything we don't spend from our allowances rolls over to the next month, and we have separate Capital One accounts where we can deposit leftover allowance budget to be used at a later date. Although we don't change how much we have budgeted for this, I'm including it as a variable monthly expense because sometimes we spend more or less than what is budgeted. Date nights, $300. This amount covers hiring a babysitter and any date activities, even a little midday coffee date. Similar to our personal allowances, we try to stick to this amount but sometimes spend more or less, depending on the month. And school lunch accounts, $50. This amount varies depending on how often the boys are buying lunch or breakfast at school, but we aim to have them eat at school for two lunches each week. And now for savings. Automated savings. 529 college savings, $300. Each month, $100 is automatically saved into each of the kids' 529 accounts. We'd like to increase this amount as our daycare expenses go down and then disappear when Maeve goes to kindergarten. Vanguard Total Market Index Fund, $200. We've been investing in this fund for years, and it is consistently rated and reviewed as one of the best investment funds. 
Kelsey's Roth IRA contribution, $100. With the small monthly earnings from our Girl Next Door podcast Patreon, I am contributing to my Roth IRA again. And thank you so much to anyone reading this who is helping to make that possible. General savings, $1,000. This amount is automatically transferred to a savings account. If we're able to stick to our monthly budgets, looking at you miscellaneous, then we're able to save the full $1,000. If we overspend elsewhere, or there were big expenses, like registering for summer camps or a big trip, then we save less or not at all from this designated savings. And lastly, pre-tax retirement savings from each of Chris's paychecks, of which he gets 26 per year or usually two per month. There's always two months out of the year where he gets three paychecks. This is a little bit different than these other monthly budget categories, but I thought it would just be helpful to see this kind of savings that we do every month. His pension contribution is $650 per paycheck, so that's happening at least twice each month. This amount is a percentage of Chris's salary, and so the amount varies as his salary changes over time. It is matched 100% by his employer, Arizona State University. And 403B retirement account contribution, $100 per paycheck. Okay, I think that is it. I hope this is so helpful to see and hear about. Please let me know what questions you have that I could answer or address in a future post. If you liked this episode, you might enjoy my other writing on personal finances, which I'll link to in the post. And you could also listen to the many episodes of the Personal Finances podcast that Chris and I produced for a while a few years back called Matrimony. I'll also link to that in the post. I still have people reach out to me to say they loved that show. So if you haven't listened, it's worth trying. Thank you so much for spending some of your day with me. This blog post is linked in the notes of your podcast player, and the post has photos and links. I love to hear from you. Connect with me by leaving a comment on this blog post at risingshining.com or find me on Instagram where I'm Kels Wharton. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, would you consider sharing it with a friend or on social media? Similarly, your reviews on Apple Podcasts are so appreciated. Until next time, I'm wishing you everyday joys and small wins. Thank you.